we head up to Columbus, Ohio is where we will find the national writer for Sporting News, college football writer, Bill Bender, rejoins the show. He's been on several times. Bill, how are you doing this afternoon? Hey, great. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Always enjoy having you on. You're so knowledgeable about all things college football. How is the college football season treating you so far? Well, you know, it goes fast. I always tell people from that first Saturday week zero game, it's basically 100 days until the conference championship games are over. I kind of, like any coach speak, will tell you I do it one day at a time, and man, we're already getting like, a, we're already like 20% through. And, and it's unfortunate because it's such a great sport and it just flies by so quickly. And so you, you really, you know, it, it's really the, if you blink, you miss it, especially with a lot of, uh, a lot of these uh, high profile offenses that just fly up and down the field. You, you really do miss it. So Bill, to start off, we want to start hyper local uh, with obviously talking about Auburn. Uh, we talked to a lot of the beat writers around the area. They've got, you know, their opinions and everything, but we'd like to get what, what you, a national writer is looking at Auburn and, what, what is your opinion of what's going on here on the Plains? Well, you know, it's one of those deals where last week was probably tough. I mean, it was a tough loss to, to be able to lose the way that they did against a what I think is a pretty good Penn State team. They uh, you know, took it to them on the road. They, they ran the ball effectively, exposed some of Auburn's flaws. I mean, I, I think you guys have probably belabored the point this week, I would imagine, that they uh, – Auburn needs better quarterback play. You know, Auburn needs better offensive line play. Auburn needs better defensive play. And I'm going to tell you, I think you'll see it by the end of the year. Penn State's a pretty good football team. Bill, when when you you know you look at you know, you mentioned Auburn, we you know you, like you said we've talked about it all week about the quarterback situation here in town. T.J. Finley is going to be out for this weekend's game. Zach Calzada was announced a, a few hours ago that is going to be seeking a medical redshirt, getting surgery again on the shoulder that he re he injured last year. When you look at Robbie Ashford as the as the new starting quarterback for the Tigers going into this weekend and, and maybe beyond. You know, you, we saw him a little, not in a lot at Oregon, uh, if any, but you, you've seen a little taste of him at, uh, at Auburn. What is your thoughts on uh, Robbie Ashford running an offense like this? Well, we're going to find out. I mean, it's his opportunity. I mean, obviously, you know, they have to have a run game behind him, have to have time to throw to the receivers. I think it's a, they have to win this game this week. I think you guys know that. I mean, looking at the schedule, if they don't win this game, it gets, it gets tough from there. And I think the, the booze on, Brian Harzen will increase, and I obviously you got a is it a redshirt freshman behind him now? Um, it's true freshman. A lot of injuries. Yeah, true freshman. So that, I mean, he, a true freshman quarterback that nobody's seen is always always the most popular guy on campus. Yeah. Uh, so, so Bill, you know, you you look at this team, and uh, taking it a little bit, you know, taking stepping back a little bit from the program, you've had two Power Five college football coaches lose their jobs already in this season. And I hate to be the negative guy uh, around in this area, but is if Auburn, you know, if, if Auburn, even if Auburn wins against Missouri this weekend, do you does it feel like Brian Harson may be the next one to go? I mean, he's the next one on the list of like hot seat coaches. You never know, though. I mean, they could turn it around. Um, you know, I I was stunned at how quickly it unraveled for Scott Frost, given the coaching changes they made. I was stunned that Arizona State basically fired Herman Edwards on the on the field, I was going to say on the floor, and uh, I hope I never get fired like that, like walking off a game after uh, covering a game or something, but uh, you know it, it, you've just got to watch it because you know how that builds, I mean once you lose a couple games, negativity runs deep and, and, and it can go downhill real quick 
All right, so now now that we've we've gotten that negativity out of the way, let's step back and look at the SEC as a whole. Uh, you know, you look at some of the more positive stories around the conference. Georgia just looks like they it, it couldn't. We never thought that they could be better than they were last year, but by golly, it looks like they're a better team than they were last year, doesn't it? Because the offense is better, Stetson Bennett is better. He's not looking over his shoulder. I I, I don't know how to like verbalize how good they looked against South Carolina in terms of just totally dominating an SEC opponent on both sides. Their defense is one step ahead. They've only given up one one offensive touchdown in three weeks. So I, I think it's amazing what they're doing um, on both sides of the ball. And they do look, in my opinion, as a clear-cut number one. There, there is You could make the case that Alabama has as much talent, but they've been sloppy at times. You can make the case Ohio State has more offensive talent. They probably do, but there are still questions about the defense. And you could make a point for some other schools. But right now, you're right. Georgia, by far and large, is the best team in the country. And then you mentioned it there a little bit. That's the next school I wanted to go to was Alabama. They, they've looked good. Bryce Young has continued to look like the quarterback he was last year. But you ran into Texas, and they got scared a little bit there. Their offensive line didn't look that as buttoned up as they have in the past. What are your thoughts on that Alabama team this year? Too many penalties. I mean, things they're going to have to clean up. I mean, last year they weren't the best road team in the world, and I think that would be my worry as an Alabama fan. They're not going to lose a home game, I don't think. Um, You know, the Iron Bowl, you never know. Uh, But I just don't see them losing at home. I think on the road there's some concern because if you have that many penalties and you have that many drop passes and you have that kind of, what do you want to call it, the disconnectedness, if that's a word. I'm going to have to go look that up <laughs> in the dictionary. But I'm saying they could lose at Arkansas. They could lose at Tennessee. They could lose at Ole Miss if some of those things go the wrong way. I mean, Texas took them all the way to the limit. Bill, uh, we just talked about, uh, you said Georgia looks far and away the best team in the country. Alabama's probably number two. Ohio State is maybe a number three. Other than those th- big three, the the obvious names that we've grown accustomed to talking about, who's another team that you think can ma- sneak into the playoff and, and maybe give those guys a run? You know, I think the next four are very interesting to me. Um, Michigan. Michigan looks pretty good. I know their schedule's been paper thin. I get all that. But J.J. Um, uh, McCarthy, he changes the dynamic of that offense with the receivers they have, the running backs they have, and their defense is still pretty fast. And I guess we can get a look at it against an actual offense against Maryland this weekend. Um, I like Clemson. I still like their defense. I mean, D.J. Uangalele is a guy that's probably going to step it up. And then I, of all the teams, you know, Oklahoma's been good. USC's been better. USC looks with the makeup of it other than their offense to me is up there with the most uh, fun to watch because of Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison. When you look at uh, the, the back, I want to take it back to the SEC for a second, a team that we thought was going to be one of the uh, one of the be- better teams in the conference and in the country this year was Texas A and M and they've kind of struggled out the gate. They they got it done last week against Mayor, uh, against Miami. Uh, defense shut them down. Miami really couldn't move the ball as much. But what is your thoughts on what's going down going down in Aggieland? Lack of offense. Uh, quarterback plays. Been, I like Max Johnson. I think Max Johnson stands in the pocket and gets gets the most out of his ability and. Uh, you know, the, the running game hasn't been great. Uh, disconnected also on offense. 
uh, had some injuries. But they did get the win last week. I mean, that was a must win. I, I can't imagine the heat that would be on Jimbo Fisher had they lost the app, lost to Miami, and then face a pretty good Arkansas team that I, I am high on this year. I, I like that Arkansas offense a lot. And taking a look at one of the big games this week, you've got a Florida team that it looked really good that first week against Utah and then didn't look so good in the second week against Kentucky going up to a, a Tennessee team that Josh Heupel's kind of started got, getting the ball rolling there in the right direction, got a big win over Pitt earlier in the season. What what are your thoughts on this matchup and both of these teams going forward? Well, I mean, you guys know as SEC fans, I mean, ten, on paper, Tennessee should win this game by a lot. I mean, with that Hendon Hooker running that top five offense, scoring a ton of points, big plays everywhere. Josh Heifel got him humming. Defense stops the run, but you know, there's a reason Florida's dominated this rivalry for two decades. And funky things have happened along the way. I, if you're asking me to what I expect out of Anthony Richardson, I'm going to give you a big I don't know. <laughs> I mean, isn't he just a mystery from week to week? Yeah. And uh, If he plays well, though, and they run the football well, that could get a little wonky in the fourth quarter, and I think Tennessee fans know that. So I, the best analysis I can give you is that's either going to come right down to the wire or to win or Tennessee hammers them. Tennessee beats them by a bunch of points. I don't see it going any other way. Talking to Bill Bender, a national college football writer for Sporting News. Bill, you you know, we're, we're here in Auburn. We, we, we love college football down here, and I would be remiss if an Auburn show didn't ask about a former Auburn quarterback in Bo Nix up there in Oregon. Didn't look great the first week, but as we mentioned earlier, nobody really has against this Georgia defense. And then the last two weeks uh, looked pretty decent against Eastern Washington and looked really good against the top 15 BYU team. What are your thoughts about those Oregon Ducks and Bo Nix? Well, I mean, it starts off with one. Um, is there a shirt in Auburn that says, like, the Bo Nix experience? Because I hear that <laughs> phrase every five minutes. Um, yeah. You know, one, my biggest takeaway is, Oregon beat BYU last week is, man, how good is Georgia? If they were able to just dispose of Oregon the way they did. I think Bo Nix is making some plays when he can, and they got the good one last week. And now now this week, they play a pretty good Washington State team that's been off to a hot start around Cameron Ward and the Incarnate Ward transfer. They played really good football early in the season. And, um, you know, I, it'll be an interesting game. But again, that's like breaking him down. It's Kind of like what I said about Anthony Richardson. There is a mystery to it. There is some inconsistency. But when he's on, he can make some plays. Talking to Bill Bender from Sporting News. Bill, you got any uh, any college football trips planned upcoming? Any big games you're going to soon? Well, I'm going to the Wisconsin game this week because it's in the backyard. Uh-huh. And then we're going to plan out October. I was going to go to Alabama A&M, but App State altered those plans. And as we get into the October, we'll kind of just let the season take us there. So I'm excited about it. I always enjoy talking to you guys. And as usual, whenever I talk to you guys, I'm running to a practice of some sort. I'm sitting in my son's practice right now. Uh, well, then we will let you get back to your son's practice. But before we do, give us a little pitch of what you got coming out, what type of articles you got coming out for Sporting News, and what you, everyone out there has got. Yeah, I mean, we got a feature about Luke May today. There's another guy you should watch this weekend. North yeah, Carolina quarterback. With, he's playing great. Uh, one-time Alabama commit and got a chance to drop Notre Dame to one and three. And if that happens, uh, boy, I don't know. Uh, the not heat on Marcus Freeman, but it could get a little weird there. So, um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of other articles, Tennessee, Florida preview, and I'm just, I'm just like I said, one day at a time, getting as many articles done as I can. 
Well, Bill, we really appreciate the time you get back out there and do your son's practice, and we will talk to you again soon. Oh, thanks so much. Maybe he is playing quarterback, so you guys can have him in a couple years if you want. But you got to nobody's allowed to blitz him. I was about to say you, you put the orange jersey on him. <laughs> yeah, nobody can blitz me. That's my only rule. <laughs> no, thanks so much for having me, guys. Take care.